Hi, everybody. Hi. Great. <laughs> so great to. Wait. No. <laughs> Come on, Shirley. God damn it. <laughs> what was that? And I'm, I'm not restarting. <laughs> Hi. 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 Little technical difficulties. I turned up the mic volumes way too high. Um, We're a little too lit for this particular episode because we're supposed to be talking about some serious stuff, but everyone hasn't seen each other in a long time. It's a new year, brand new episodes, Mm -hmm. brand new producer. Mm -hmm. I missed you guys. We missed you. Define miss. Oh. Oh. I'm a cancer. I need to know exactly what you mean by that. Okay, I lied. Thank you. <laughs> I rest my case. This is Nobody Dances here. Uh, your favorite podcast. It's a hot mess at the moment. But, you know, give us a second and a third chance. Uh, joining me on the dance floor, my favorite person who shows up when I need him, Daniel. Hi. How's your new year? I got really, really drunk. And why is your skin so clear? Because I haven't been drinking since New Year's. That's how drunk I got. I'm like forcing myself to do dry January. Look at God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that beautiful spirit is Dr. Darnell. Darnell. Darrell. 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 Get the nigga's name right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Darrell. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Darnell. Why did I call you? Do people call you Darnell ever? I ask, um, black people normally get it right. Like it's the, the whites. First or second time. The whites normally call me either Daryl, but I get Jerome. Oh, oh, what? That's just ignorance. I don't know. His name's Darrell, not Darnell. Maybe they knew a black Jerome in I don't the know. 80s. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any Darnells, and I don't know why I put an N in there. I'm sorry. I know a Darnell. He is a great writer and a speaker. His name is Darnell Moore. He's in Brooklyn. He wrote um, the book No Fire in the Ashes. Never heard of it. Memoirs. It's amazing. I have an OG bar. Okay. Um, And uh, she lives literally two blocks from me, but I never see her as Lisa. Hi, I'm here now. That's my intro. Yeah, that's my intro. (laughs) That's what you get. Do you still got a man? Yes. Please. Yes, for sure. Awkward. Um, Is that awkward? I haven't seen her. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have a man? Can we save this for another episode, guys? Okay, sorry. All right. Sorry. We're just curious. All right. <laughs> Silence curious. is telling. No, of Ooh. course. Of All course. right, you guys. This is my deepest moment today. Y'all about to jump on. Y'all about to do my boo like that. Thank you. All right. It's not what we got about to do. Oh, also, happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. It was yesterday. She's still yes, the greatest. Snatch. I didn't like that flipping announcement. Could you please do that with a lot more joy? Um, happy birthday, Mary J. Blige. What up, Hey, <laughs> Turn okay, up, MJB. Okay. Um, I hope it was great. And fuck your ex-husband. Are they divorced yet? I don't think it's legal. I'm sure they're still like fighting out the money situation. Oh, get rid you know of him. He's Kendu. getting like alimony, like yep. thirty thousand a month, and was asking for more. His trifling ass. Well, I, I, we all know that's what Lisa is trying to dodge. <laughs> I believe in <laughs> prenups. <laughs> Prenups and breakups. That's I gonna mean, be your. That, that's <laughs> gonna be the name of your memoir. Yes. Prenups and breakups. Or, or next week's podcast. <laughs> Listen, I like how you're thinking. 
Um, today we're going to be talking about R. Kelly, but it's such a heavy subject, but we're going to try to maintain the vibrant atmosphere that we bring to you every week. Well, not every week because we've been taking some time off, but when you get a ep- new episode, you know, we're going to try to keep it toasty. You know? Yeah. Toasty. Uh, before we get into it, though, let's tip the scale. On a scale of <laughs> Payless Kitten Heels <laughs> <laughs> to Louboutin Stilettos, <laughs> how has your week been so far? Let's start with Lisa. Louboutin. Like, oh my God, my week has been amazing. <sighs> so much, so much positivity. Did I say that right? Positivity, sorry. And we're all I'm messed up right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tongue tied. I'm doing great. So much light love sharing. I'm happy going into this new year. So she's on a power diet, you guys. So she's literally only drinking um, kelp juice. (laughs) Kale? (laughs) Kelp is like seaweed in the ocean. It's kelp in that bottle. (laughs) She's lightheaded. Can I smell it? It is a Java energy drink. It it just burns. Why are you sweating? She is not sweating because her edges are yet laid. I got you, boo. Thank her you. heart is pounding. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to be snatched out She's here all shakes. 2019 for all my vacations. You know, we've all had cake Ew. and we're drinking and she's sipping that energy drink. I've only had coffee. It. Thank you. You had pound cake. But you said we're drinking. I only had coffee. I only had well, when you Coca-Cola. say drinking, people, when you when you say drinking, anyway, anyway. On a scale of Payless Kitten Hills to Louboutin Stilettos, how are you, Darrell? I mean, I'm doing well. It would be the handmade Louboutin before they became extremely commercial and everybody could just grab a pair. So that's where ooh, ooh, yes. I am in life. I'm extremely grateful. Um, first of all, Such I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, first of all, I am glad that I'm not dead. Um, I am glad that I have great people in my life. I was having a conversation with some of my friends earlier. Um, I've been in New York six years. And even before I got here, for the majority, my family has been my friends. Like oh. from teenager on up. Um, I don't have a big family back home. But still, when I was a kid, when I was in North Carolina, my friends have always been tight. And being here six years, I really have a great circle of people that support me in the things that I do. So, yeah, I am having a handmade Louboutin, not the ones that come off the nice. assembly line. It's nice. <laughs> what part of North Carolina Wadapas. are you from? Greensboro. Oh. Okay. Home of North Carolina and State Yes, University. the best homecoming. I will G-ho. say that. Yes. G-ho. Did you see um, Is Brian? that like Jai-ho? <laughs> Jai-ho. What is that? Jai-ho. From Slumdog Millionaire. I don't get it. Oh. I got it, Quentin. Thank it was you. Funny. How, how are you But y'all you went to school with it? the whites, so you would get it. <laughs> 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 I went to college in Miami, Florida with all the northern Not? Cuban. Yes. I no, went. but who were your classmates? <laughs> in Miami? Yes. All There were people of color? Hispanics, people from the islands. Oh, okay. I was the one that went to a Caucasian university, yeah. and I the see two therapists as a result. Come on, come on! Oh my God, they tried to break my spirit, but they—I'm not going to let them have it. Them PWIs are where you out. <laughs> I'm doing great, thank you. I- <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of. 
whatever, whatever. Okay, Darn- yeah, whatever on a Darnell scale said. of kitten heels to Louboutins. I'm, I'm the, the handmade Louboutins, like Darnell said. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> like Don't Darnell. do it, Easter. Talk about Darnell. Whatever, Darnell. Yeah. Yeah. I have not I been drinking. You. you look like a NASCAR driver for Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Richard Petty. <laughs> These motherfuckers, every time I come in here, are always dissecting everything I'm wearing. But I just. But you bring the fashion. I mean, I. You look to, good. I know. You I mean, mother good. has on a nasty boot. I love it. Your skin is glowing. Your hair looks amazing. <laughs> that yes. weave, girl. <laughs> yes. Up. Is that a, is that a one B? What is it? <laughs> what's the what's the grade? <laughs> Did you know. order online? By is the it Remy version? I, I don't know. Remy. Remy. It's called it's called Remy. Remy. I don't know, I don't, I don't um, know anything about hair like that. Anyway, I have not been drinking, so I've been sleeping amazingly well. Uh-huh. My anxiety has been on an all time low. That's amazing. Um, oh, I'm have proud some of you. Exciting things happening in my life. Yeah, I've been off social media yes. for seventeen days. That is a long ass time to not be on Instagram, Facebook. I still have a Twitter though, because Twitter just keeps me happy. Yeah, I love the memes. Yeah. Um, don't. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you, because I was almost afraid nobody was going to ask. Oh, yeah. How you doing, honey? How you doing? I already asked him. How you (laughs) doing? Please stop calling him. I feel terrible. (laughs) Don't. I don't. Girl, she got her Easter outfit and she is letting everybody have it. Listen, 2019 is my year. I'm claiming it. I'm gonna make this money. This podcast is gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quintensity's coming back. Mm-hmm. When I don't fucking know. But I'm wearing the <laughs> yeah. sweatshirt. The chapstick was really great. The what? The chapstick. It's coming back. Yes. <laughs> y'all go, that was a prototype. Y'all go buy it, please. Quintensity.com. I'm baking these cakes. Oh, I'm listen. coming out with a cake, a, a cookbook. <laughs> go off. Were you about to say a cake book? He was. Look, my words are slurring, and it's. <laughs> It's, it's that Mexican because you're happy. It's the cane sugar. Yeah, but half of Lisa's body is going limp. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Come back to us, mother. Come Lisa, back. Lisa. Come back. <laughs> got it. She needs protein. <laughs> this kelp juice is failing her. <laughs> I hurt oh my, my arm last week, so I had to keep. <laughs> <laughs> she done fucked around and gave herself osteoporosis. <laughs> What the, what the fuck did you do to your arm? I don't want to talk about it, guys, but I hurt my arm last week and I haven't been able to like really like. <laughs> your, your you, body, got, you got you got to take a break on your them body. Hand jobs, doesn't yeah, have you do. nutrients. Pa- Poppy was like, "You're you have limited mobility." Like, <laughs> how are we having sex? Like, limited mobility. <laughs> <laughs> He's raping you. You can't consent. <laughs> you can't shut up. <laughs> Hey, stop it. Speaking oh, of rape. Speaking of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> stop. Okay. Oh, God. R. Kelly. Okay. Uh, we got to talk woo. about it. Robert. <laughs> Kelly. First of all, why is Robert not in jail? I don't get it. Why is Robert still alive? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm confused. I'm confused. I think I'm we confused. all are. I'm confused. I... Oh, I don't even know where to start. He's not in jail yet. No. Because no one has pressed charges. And these parents, I think, willingly threw their kids at him. Some of them. Hey, that's one. That's one opinion. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's opinion. Correct. But no charges have been pressed. Like, if but- I go rob a bank tomorrow... And they don't catch me. You think I'm gonna turn myself in? Nobody's pressed charges on me. And but, then, and then oh, the, the, the one, the one moment, the one moment where 
there was substantial evidence and there were people there saying xyz expert witnesses the people denied it the yeah. person the young lady in the video the parents, parents let's the be specific he's talking about the p-tape sparkle brought her young cousin around her niece, r kelly niece, niece around r kelly he brought her into his web of destruction and her dad played guitar for him it was and still did after the incident. He still listed on albums after the court case. Oh stuff like wow! That. Yeah. And 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 for for me, I I I've never been triggered in the middle of a podcast. I don't know what to do. Why are you Relax. triggered? Breathe. I need to calm down. Take Breathe. a sip. Breathe. I didn't know that it was the dad. Right. I Breathe. didn't know that. Yeah. No, so so in in watching it, first of all, it was it was not a documentary. Well, Many when he have, says watching it, we're talking about surviving. Surviving. <laughs> See my words. <laughs> I'm like surviving. I think it's because of the topic. I'm like kind of off today. That's why I called you Darnell. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's, no, listen. I watched it with two of my best friends. It was easier for me because it was triggering for stuff for me that I experienced in my. We're talking about years. surviving R. Kelly. That was on Lifetime. If you haven't seen it, watch you, it now. You need to see it. All six parts. If you're a woman, if you're black, if you like pop culture, you like you just need to watch it. Like I can't even. And. and uh, Okay, I, I'm I'm so personally I let go of R. Kelly years ago, just like I let go of Beanie Man and Buju Bantan and all of the reggae artists that are West Indian and have homophobic homophobic content in their lyrics. When I tell you, it was so hard for me to pull away from that song. Uh, the melody is. Yep, that's, yep. They're saying, I see them boys in that Chi Chi Man bar. Chi Chi Man is the equivalent of faggot in, in their language. Give me fire, make me burn them, burn them. That is that's what that song what, is. That's say? what they're singing. And one of my West Indian friends who's gay pointed out to me years ago, I was like, damn, to the place, if I'm in a club and I can get to the DJ, I will literally walk up to the booth, clapping attitude, cut this shit off. Do you know how many hilltop battles I've had to that back in the day? You you know how many times I busted it wide open in the floor at the club, like yes! just sweating, whole blouse. I never knew that. Oh out. my god. Yeah. So it's for, for me, it moved beyond R. Kelly, well into those episodes, and a lot of people are saying, "Why y'all just gonna blame R. Kelly?" It's like this for me. My reference to situations when we were all little in my grandma's house all the cousins running jumping diving off the couch doing all kind of stuff she would say y'all sit down y'all sit down then she would say somebody's about to be my first example which meant whoever i can grab first i'm gonna get your ass because you ain't listening because you're doing wrong he just happens to be the person that's taking the heat right now for what he did and what i don't appreciate is that people can people feel like talking about r kelly in some way is mutually exclusive to talking about the issues of predators and trafficking and abuse altogether. We can talk about R. Kelly being in the hot seat right now, and but that doesn't negate the fact that it exists, you know, everywhere else. I'm trying to word it correctly, but you're doing a fantastic job. But but I tell people who haven't watched it a lot, I don't want to watch it because everybody's talking about it. I tell people don't watch it for the sake of R. Uh, Kelly. Watch it because they have black psychologists. That's important. You need to have a psychologist that understands your culture. I don't think I would ever be comfortable going to a psychologist that is straight 
Asian, not American born, doesn't particularly know the culture of who I am and where I come from. So seeking therapy sometimes is specific to who you are and what you need. I liked mm-hmm. watching it because there were black psychologists on the show talking about the psychology of victimhood. How does the mm-hmm. mind of a predator work? So mm-hmm. as they were talking about Arkana, they were it was like two men and two women. These are people that are breaking down the science of the mind. What happens when people step into certain things? What happens when you're raised incorrectly? What happens when you don't have a support structure? So mm-hmm. I tell people to watch it for that. What happens in this nation as an artist, I'm all always sickened at the fact that celebrities get a pass on their wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Most pe- most most of the people online, everywhere, social media, whatever, defending R. Kelly, half of them have been Garbage. through situations with their cousin that owed them $20 and you mad at the family reunion. But you... <laughs> You can sit up all day and defend R. Kelly for hours because he's a celebrity and because he made work that is <clears throat> worshipped and adored all over the place. I, I, it's hard for me to separate the artist from the person. Growing up, I studied a lot of classical music, singing and stuff like that, and I loved Wagner. But he was Hitler's number one composer. They had a very close relationship, and a lot of his work was commissioned by Hitler. He knew exactly who Hitler was. He knew Hitler was burning people in ovens and stuff like that. So it's hard for me, from the perspective of way back, to separate, well, that's the artist, and then that's their music. You know, there, there are some people, we all know, some people, we don't want to be in their company because they trash-ass people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like so Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? You know what? I'm so proud of you, Daniel, for being able. Because I knew that. I'm just proud of you (laughs) for being able to sit here and tolerate her as she's Uh, having her seizures. I'm trying. (laughs) Mother, I went into the palsy. Whole left side. Girl, you gotta eat. You gotta eat. But y'all love this trash, though. I love it. I love it. You're actually glowing. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) Darrell, you you spoke for like 15 goddamn minutes. I can't Um, believe people are actually defending him. That's, I don't. I can. What is there to defend? It's like, no, he's a predator. He's a monster. He's nasty. Like, there's, it's no defending. Okay. So for me, as someone that went to college, undergrad, and grad school in Chicago, it was impossible to not hear stories about R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. So before uh, this documentary came out, I was hearing I, people were really like, "Yeah, R. Kelly goes to like the middle schools and like talks to the young women and stuff mm-hmm. like that." Like people were just saying it like as a matter of fact. Yeah, just like, and these oh. aren't people that work in the industry. These are people that are like us every day you know like oh i got a pair of shoes market like it was that normal or oh r kelly would play basketball with my brother and then they would go walk over to the playground like and i just thought it was stupid stuff yeah what got me was when i first moved to new york and i started working in the entertainment industry this was like 2010 i started hearing stuff about bill cosby this is 2010 bill cosby the entire time, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, Bill Cosby rapes people. Da, da, da. Nobody, this was not public knowledge. domain knowledge. People would just say, as a matter of fact, or this happened to my mother-in-law, or this happened to uh, but only like this SVP, da, 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 da. like random people. Like, they would just say it as a matter of fact. And the entire time I was like, why? what is this obsession with like blaming him for like, it didn't make sense because in my head, if it's not on the news, if it's not like, it must not be true. So when the allegations of Bill Cosby came out and all those women came forward and I knew of women who weren't even a part of the case, 
the case of you know you know Time Magazine and like they weren't coming for it. Like I knew from my experience when I first moved to New York that this motherfucker was a monster and that even though it was like what seventy women, there were hundreds more. Yeah. So when I'm watching Surviving R. Kelly and they're talking about how he would they would go to the playgrounds and he would like talk to little girls and stuff like that. I'm like, but people were telling me that ages ago. Ages ago. Why didn't I believe them? Everybody don't tell the same lie either. That's you know, old school. Saying. Like it was almost right. like they were mm-hmm. repeating it verbatim. Like and that is and I there were so many times where I just stopped watching it and bake a fucking cake. A really good cake. I haven't watched it yet. Listen. And it wasn't anything to do with the show or anything like that. It's just more so. I'm gonna blame it on New York City life. I haven't had time to sit and watch TV. Right, it happens. So mm-hmm. I, have, I haven't. Wa- I haven't watched the last episode completely. I've watched. I've watched the. Fi- I watched the fifth one. Then I have. I have. I watched the last one in part. But this is my thing. Respect of person is a major issue. Respectability politics are a major issue, especially in our community. And then that's why. That's why I don't have much love at all for pop culture because it's not rooted in history it's not really rooted in the humanities everything is flippant and transient so he got away with it because he was a celebrity and mm-hmm. and they break the psychologists break it down and i cannot remember her name but she's over the me too movement she started it and then to one white women started pushing her out um she she was talking about and many of them talked about how you got a Many of them talked about how many of the allegations. You coming back to that because that's okay. a hot take. Absolutely. <laughs> many, many. Right. Somebody write that out because you know my ADHD <laughs> prevents me from membership. But, but, but no. So it, type that into your phone, Dan. But no, it's it's a situation where it was money, it was power, and also what I I like about it is they break down how a predator decides who to go after. Just like when we when we listen to um, testimonies of priests that were molesting boys and again none of them have ever been really been brought to justice no. um that there, there were some some priests admitted that they would give a certain cross or a certain pendant to little boys that were more docile that would not fight back that did not have a secure home life that needed attention so people was that like a marker so that people yeah knew? Okay. yeah um so predators know who to go after r kelly was not really dealing with young ladies that were from sound home lives one the the young lady in the red from information I received from one of the producers that was on the show, um, one I think it was her, but one of them was a runaway. The other girls did not come from sound, you know, homes. Yeah. When I was 16, 17, 18, and I was dealing with grown men, I had to sneak out of the house. My mother didn't just let me traipse through the world on my own. I had to open my bedroom window jump on the covering of the back porch and jump down and the no, negroes that i was God dealing with minute, the, the negroes i was dealing with how old were you when you were seven seven eight a hoe. <laughs> um, so what the the triggering uh-uh. the, the, no yeah 16, no. 17, the, you were sneaking out for the d yeah for the d for the club for a good time to oh, hang out with wow. like my, my older friends that that's why i i posted and i on facebook i said it's all great when teenagers are hanging out with adults until real adult shit pops off. And I also like the fact that they have those psychologists. One of the psychologists said, um, teenagers, and anybody who studies psychology or the 
human development teenagers can't think through the full situation i'm gonna sneak out and i'm gonna do this and i have three different x or stuff they can't really think through all of that the well, brains aren't so, developed so yeah. wait to to comment on that you know and one of the reasons why i am going to watch it i am very curious to hear this young lady's story about the um girl of how he how she met him she skipped school to go to his trial when he was on trial for the pk yeah she skipped oh, yeah. school every day to attend his trial and like support him to support him and then got wrapped up in and it. and then that's how she got his attention and right you know so it's just like i'm very curious to hear her story because my, my first question was so the school didn't call your mom every day when you were skipping school they didn't even go over that in the listen, fucking documentary listen <laughs> we, we need a part it's eight. not a, it's not a documentary what, what, what are we calling it's, it it's just a series because it isn't it documenting what the fuck is happening no that i mean it was lifetime listen it was uh, still lifetime, lifetime it was still produced it's owned by the same company as the history channel and everything on the history channel is not accurate who are you telling? You? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> or anybody but, listening? But you know, well, I would wait, just, hold on, I would wait, because we have to make sure it's balanced with like. Right. I just want to hear her story. Funny. I know. I was gonna make a joke, Lisa. You just ruined it. Okay, sorry. I just want to <laughs> hear like, her story. I just wanted to say Go that ahead, baby. Go History ahead, Channel baby. was trying to offer me a job, and I asked somebody who had worked with History Channel about what it's like to work there, Probably and they boring. said it's a zoo. But see, it's not even funny right now because the way I would have delivered yeah, it had the, Lisa the not <laughs> like no. I just where's the punchline? Yeah, I'm and about this to is punch why we you said in Lisa the face, was trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is joke on Lisa's day. Where where's Carmen? I'm here for you. I'm here for you. You told me not to invite Carmen. Hopefully in rehab. <laughs> you hear that, Carmen? Hopefully in Carmen rehab. Carmen in rehearsal. Uh, no, she got. A I appreciate the support because clearly these two. Okay. Are on my side, but no, I will. I, I do want to hear some of the stories because it's very unfortunate how they get they're getting sucked in. But it's just like you know, choose your I, words I wisely. Was, I was not laughing, but I did have to smirk a little bit when I read an article this week where R. Kelly appeared in. <laughs> You can't even keep it together. I love Wait. it. R. Kelly She's appeared. laughing. Oh my god. R. Kelly appeared in the club. Nah, oh, the, oh, oh, the club in Chicago. Wait, no, no, women no, was I yelling. Can't hear you. No, start over. Start over. Cause uh, no, speak it to that goddamn mic. Okay. Not so hide. let me turn this music down. Uh. Uh-uh, there no. was. <laughs> what? Say it. R. Kelly appeared in the club this week. Uh huh. And the women were chanting, "Take, take me, me hostage. hostage! Take me hostage!" So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> but you know what that's really sad because why (laughs) no but 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 why would you even chant that like do you really know how it feels to be taken hostage and then when your ass taken hostage then you want to come out with a docuseries talking about no listen that it's not a documentary it's not listen (laughs) that that is the prime candidate that's the perfect prey for someone like okay do you that's, think that's a slave mentality i don't think it's a slave mentality i, I think, think it's I, sad i don't think it's a slave mentality i think it's a taught mentality around the the facade of celebrity right like and they you want know what that life from what well, this is from what i'm told i don't know how true this is he cheap he ain't giving up no coin like that so he's not even taking care of his children he's not even feeding them 
Oh, really? No. no. He's like starving the he women. Like locks them up in rooms. They have to ask when they can eat. But hold up. Hold, okay, so this is a real question that I have. And not to sound ignorant, because like I said, I haven't watched it. Obviously, this man goes on tour. He goes to club appearances. So why y'all just not walking out the house when he gone? Because he's, he's trained their minds. And he's ha- he has security detail on them. And these girls are locked all over America in various hotels. But listen, let's let's break it down to a psychological perspective. Dr. Yes, Doctor Hunt. At a certain, you go listen. You got one more tell to call <laughs> him Darnell. It's fine, Easter. It's okay. I've been calling him Easter ever since he got. It's he, fine. He's ready for so Easter listen, Sunday. So listen. Do, do any do it, Pepsi shirt on. Do, do do any of you know what horse breaking is? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so sounds horses. Fun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It sounds like a, horses, uh, a huge um, horse, horses. <laughs> no, Ooh, no. Look, my back, Daddy. Look, oh, okay. My husband's upstairs. upstairs. We said at the same time. Oh. Oh. Upstairs. Oh. No, but horse, horses are wild animals. Yes, yes I am. So, <laughs> live, boo. Um, horses are wild animals. So there are What's people. What's the horse that died? As a <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Isn't it like a narrative? Like, oh no, that's Charlotte's web. Oh, that's a spider. <laughs> Charlotte's web. Please, <laughs> will you eat a piece of chicken? Something. Will you, eat, a, will you eat some beans? I got some beans. You want some B12. beans? Twelve. Okay, so no. <laughs> the lead, she said the lead character Charlotte's web was a horse. That, that was a horse in it. Everything. <laughs> But no. Meanwhile, getting back to Daniel so, has horse hair in his scalp. <laughs> <laughs> That's human hair. It's a good, it's a perfect. That's match. for calling me trash. It's glossy. But no, listen, listen. It's it. It wasn't particularly that there was security because many of those women were so far broken mentally that they were not going to get up and walk out. Hey, hold on, and, did you and, even br- explain what horse backing, horse breaking, what bareback? I, I think no, he's what? trying to. I was trying to, but yeah, I was having a kid. No, me. explain it. I'm um, sorry. So there, there are people who are, they understand the craft of horse breaking. The horse is on a longer rope and the, as normally the horse is pinned and you basically move close enough to get to the horse to where the horse is comfortable with you being close by. Mm-hmm. You further that conditioning and the horse will then allow you to get on his back and ride mm. because mountain lions predators they attack the horse by jumping on its back so it's oh. a wild animal but also um, it's a wild animal that just wants to be free I don't want nobody jumping on my back but also it's an issue of being safe mm. from mountain lions mm-hmm. and shit so you have to take down the mentality of I married a mountain lion of the individual <laughs> just like there was a movie where um uh, Anthony Hopkins is in a mental institution or something. I think Hannibal. And there, and there, oh, no, it wasn't Hannibal. But there was, there was a. It, I might be mixing up the moves, but there was a gorilla in a cage. What the fuck you calling a gorilla? I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a there, there's a gorilla in a cage. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm having a moment. Sorry. There's, there's a gorilla in a cage. She looks more like a orangutan. Right. She's gorgeous, y'all. Don't do my boo. Um. So Anthony Hopkins takes the the person you guys, into our intervention. Our intervention work. She's eating food. I'm so happy. Oh my god! Yay! Okay. Okay. <sighs> but anyway, Anthony Hopkins shows the the gorilla that had been caged for so long. Uh-huh. They open the gate. And the gorilla sat there because it was broken. So what people need to do so that they don't. Ask so how is that not a slave mentality? 
it's not it's not particularly a slave mentality um the, it's it's a broken mentality okay it, it's not particularly slave mentality like chattel what, slavery stuff like well, hold it, on, it, hold it's, on. it's a it's a broken but when mentality. i went to the smithsonian for uh what's the full name of that museum i call it the, the national I, museum of, of african-american okay. history and culture okay so when i went there um <laughs> they were saying they explained that before there. the shut the f- eat your food and get your energy up um they explained that when they would get the slaves from the african continent they were taking them to like camps to break them in mm-hmm. to condition them and mm-hmm. then they would take them off to be selling them yeah i mean but i i mean i, I guess you said i just i would just say it's a broken mentality okay it's a because, broken mentality because the, because the women like I mean, emotional I, I mean they were a, they were a type of sleep I, I i don't i just don't have the the diction of the yeah, words, so yeah, yeah. Like, really because it also i guess what you're saying would apply to a lot of a, a lot of a lot of different environments that, yeah. like mm-hmm. like like kids that are bullied they're broken and they don't stand up and fight for themselves because they are they are picked on and they are a weaker but their parents over. also need to teach them to be a little bit stronger because this day and age like they call everything fucking bullying okay it you gets just have one piece nerve. of cake and no, now. Just revved no, up. no 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 but, but but really a lot of times whether you have a strong home life or not everybody has their own will their own constitution mm-hmm. what they can or cannot deal with i grew up with a lot of kids that came from two-parent home they had structure all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. they still didn't deal well with bullying me come a single mother and everything i was fighting every week because you weren't about to just call me no faggot and just walk off but how like, would anybody we, call your seven foot ass anything right because you are Be- super tall no because patriarch patriarchy teaches you that you can say whatever you want to to a gay boy or an effeminate man that's why we see those videos like that video of kelly mizrahi um and she had that man folded up in the street and she was punching him and stuff kelly is my height two and a half times my weight and the man thought because he saw somebody from the LGBT community he could push her around Mm -hmm. or swing on her stuff like that so a lot of people are snowed into thinking that they have abilities or powers or safety that they don't have my grandmother used to always say slave owners were stupid she said do you think I would have ever eaten anything that a person that I enslaved had cooked for me she said, I never would have done that. That's, That's why smart. many of them die That's from swallowing true. glass, swallowing, eating poison and stuff like that. Was that at the museum? I missed that exhibit. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I don't they know. probably didn't put that in the museum. They, it, it may be somewhere written on something. Oh, I wish that. Oh, that would have changed my life if I knew that Great in high premise school. For a no, movie. But, but, but I'm saying that that's why people should watch it. Not because of the, the fame of R. Kelly. I wish we could just, he's trash. He needs to be in prison. He needs to pay for what he's done. He's on and moved move on to talk about predators in general and victims um, in general and and take take the celebrity what you're take saying. the celebrity and the sensationalism of take R. It Kelly out, out of it right. because, because it's a bigger topic right because it celebrity establishes respective persons and respectability politics right. he is no different from the uncle that molests a little boy or little girl or an aunt that molests someone but she still gets to come back into the family because right. you don't you don't turn on your family and stuff like that like when they interview R. Kelly I don't know if it was Ed Gordon or somebody were interviewing him and he said, I don't want to throw any of my anyone from my family under the bus. Well the brother did this week. Right, but I'm but I'm Which saying Which brother? Because one of those brothers looked like he was in on it. So everything. wait, my question they is, is the sister that. still alive? 
that molested them? We don't know because don't know. because people don't talk about stuff like that because we are taught to be decent and live under respectabilities and you don't talk about or bring uncomfortable things up. I don't give a fuck. A friend of mine was talking about his uh, a, a session he had. You no, I don't. In this goddamn table. I don't because I because I really emotional stuff about stuff like that partly because of my experience but in general because i love human beings um but a, 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 a friend of mine <laughs> lisa's my boo a friend of mine Thank told you. me in his therapy session he was dealing with his family his mother and father's lack of acceptance of who he was as a gay man yada 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 and his therapist told him and i had to do it in my earlier years but i didn't have the phrasing for it his therapist said you have to take people off of pedestals if they are diminishing or harming who you are, you have to take them down. I did that with my mother. I did that with family members. I did that with anybody who could not accept who I was. I said, I'm not dimming my light anymore. Yep. I'm I had not, the same I'm not, thing when I'm I went to a therapist. I'm not eggshelling my life. I'm not, if something goes wrong, I'm going to say something. When I was growing up in the Black Pentecostal Church, we knew the evangelist the bishop the pastor the preacher that were messing with little boys and little girls and we would say stuff and people would not listen to us because we were children oh that is so yep. so 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 you have to approach it we all have to take down mm -hmm. all of our privilege mm -hmm. all of our education mm -hmm. all of the safety that we've had in, in mm. whatever way from family all of the protection that we have strip all of that away from us everything that we went through in life that was difficult that was hard strip that away mm -hmm. all of that support imagine some of the stuff that we've all gone through and mm -hmm. we didn't have a friend to talk about it or we mm -hmm. didn't have anyone that believed us when we told us we were going mm -hmm. through a situation or we didn't have anyone to say hey girl how you doing when they see you out in the street and your head ain't combed or your outfit a little rough and that's normally not you mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. I, and, and a lot of us are approaching trying to break down all of this the victim and who did what because we are speaking from our insular experience yep. but if you look through the eye of history that's why i call and him dr if, hunt and he if, ain't got the degree to be called a doctor <laughs> i'm gonna call him a doctor until someone sues me oh. <laughs> um yes. but no but no that's why i tell people to watch it because the they have black psychologists that are talking about things like the woman said it takes a woman about seven times seven attempts to successfully leave their abusive partner yep and this is a person that studies psychology. And I say it all the time. We trust they're, they're scientists of the mind. We trust science to drive cars, to get on these trains. We trust science to ride escalators. Act this woman. I said, darling, you trust science a lot. I said, do you know what goes on in a, a combustion engine with gasoline and those pistons are going and these valves are running? I said, and we get behind these wheels and we ride and drive around. I said, but. For black folk, I'm really concerned about black folk because I'm black. Um, Me too. You know, but we Lisa's don't. Lisa's not black. Yes, she unless is. it unless it benefits, <laughs> benefits her. <laughs> she is. No, but I'm saying we trust science for. She every... didn't negate it. See, I I don't lie. She's going high. You went low. She's going. But no, a lot of people they trust science until we get to therapy because we because we don't have it's it's not tangible. It's not a physical product. Yep. And the the, the I tell people. Look at how a lot of people will not realign the way they eat because of taste buds and how the mind responds to pasta and sugar and all this kind of stuff like that. So we will we will we better break this all the way. We down. will we will take ourselves to the grave mm -hmm. over taste buds and how things taste. Yeah, but you have one more time to comfort Jiffy. 
Oh, darling, I right. will come for Jiffy for the rest of my life. And no. a lot of a lot of people mm. who who claim they don't eat pork, they eat Jiffy. Darling, you're eating lard because it's lard in the so, box. I don't care. <laughs> no, but I'm, y'all I'm, like Jiffy. I mean, I haven't. Had, no, I don't. My I my, my cornbread is flour, meal, egg, sugar. Okay, milk, well, I mean, I don't I do think, cornbread okay, either. Okay, but. so you're going to give me your recipe so I can make proper yes, cornbread. Okay, yes, thank you. Yes, but don't bacon powder. Don't yes. don't attack me for eating Jiffy and not you making box shit. First of all, I'm tired of people eating out of boxes. It's 2019. Listen, <laughs> what about you. eating boxes? Eating out of boxes. Oh. <laughs> eating boxes good, honey. <laughs> it sure get what, is. Get what you well, need. Well, it feels good. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. What do you got? Okay, I'm confused. Did y'all become bi in 2019? So I thought box specifically meant vagina. No, I box mean, is a colloquialism that can be spread across any gender. Right. That's what I thought. So was just like pussy is a colloquialism. That, oh, I hate that word. I love it. What about let's pussy? not say those words because you know it makes Quentin uncomfortable and he shuts down. I was just saying the joke. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I no longer shut down thanks to therapy. Awesome. I'm Go so off. happy. So you tried to get a thing. joke on me, it didn't work because I see my therapist every week. Ew. He took you off a pedestal, Lisa. Come on, definitely did. Come on, deductible. You family, but I'm not gonna let you have your way with me. <laughs> <laughs> this voice, I can't. I had so many things to say in response to uh, what you just said, Dr. Hunt. Um, but I forgot what you said. Because I said a lot. You I, said I, 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 You've been really quiet. I mean. He's learning. <laughs> I, I am learning a lot. I have seen all six episodes of the series. It's six? Yeah, there's six. Yes. Yeah, it was three six. nights. And I watched them two episodes a night, every night. Oh yeah, I don't have that type of time. Oh Jesus, I had to watch it at work. (laughs) And people come up to me, they were like, "Are you okay, Quentin?" I'm like, "Becky, get get the (laughs) fuck away from me." You should make time, Lisa. This is very important. Um, I feel like working in the media industry, it really makes me not even want to like watch TV and stuff. So why? I'm the complete opposite. I work at TV, and I feel like in order for me to stay on top of what I do, I have to see what is out there you don't want to be part of the conversation i don't but see here's the thing i don't give a fuck about the conversation conversation. (laughs) wait what like i don't have to be a part yeah i don't have to be a part of the conversation oh so back to i kind of remember what i was going to say if i don't whatever it's my podcast um (laughs) um (laughs) it's true um so (laughs) eat it (laughs) how's the cake drill amazing i haven't slowed down it's amazing thank you it's so good eat my children i put glass in that shit um i'm healthy did you say eat my children like yeah. eat my eat children, my children. Eat. children. Eat. not oh, eat his children i was about to say you busting it <laughs> you i don't know what you, you and your poppy be that's doing. wrong with your left arm now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so you literally have been drinking kelp and man juice <laughs> Get what you need. All right, Lisa. Well, I'm glad we got you out of your eating situation. You ate a piece of cake. Well, how was the cake, Lisa? It was amazing. I had a slither. She really did. What? Okay, you just smelled her her diet drink. What does it smell like? (laughs) It smells like warm oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! But I looked inside, and it's very liquidy. Okay, we digressed. <laughs> we ain't gonna digress no more. We sorry. We do that. We're trying to get, listen. We this is a tough subject, and you guys know that this podcast is supposed to 
you guys are listening to this as you do your day-to-day stuff. Some of you listen to, listen to it on your way to work. Some of you listen to it while you're driving places. So I don't want to put anyone in a bad mood. So we're moving in and out of the seriousness. Don't yeah. think that we can't. We'll let the doctor you know. say knowledge and I'll just throw like random shit Yeah. Out. So, um, and I, I pretty much has been killing time because I'm trying to remember what I was going to say and I can't remember. I feel really, because Darrell needs to learn when to come to a, a sentence. Uh-uh. Period. Uh-uh. So I can say some stuff because you sell all the good stuff and I wanted to jump in on it. I know, sorry. But I... One of the things I wanted to say was that this idea of um, not viewing it as a documentary. We mm-hmm. argued about it, but now I get what you're saying because the brilliance of this is how they break down the psychology of it. And I think the reason why I had to watch this, I mean, it was at one point where I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch 10 minutes. Okay, let me go do something else. Okay, I'll watch up to a commercial break. Okay, I need... I've never been molested. I've never been um, sexually assaulted. But I know what it feels like to have someone... um, I remember I was going to share this story. Uh, I was about... I thought you were reaching to grab my hand in support. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, honey. You're a grown man with a whole husband upstairs. It's okay. What did you grab the bottle for? Because I, I didn't want your hand to knock it over. You're so thoughtful. You were gesticulating. And I but at first I was it. like, oh, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> Played you. <laughs> but then when I I literally put my hand out and then he's like, his hand's on a Coca-Cola bottle. I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, I just got psyched. Um, Miss moments. Anyway, I... no. So long story short, I hope this bitch is dead. I literally text my mom to see if she's still alive and my mom will neither confirm or deny because my mom feels guilty about it. But I went to an after school program. I guess she was, she was like a daycare lady. Got it. Like last um, So Claire, nah. you made it seem like you wish your mom is dead. You should clarify that. Oh no. Right. Valerie and I are saying. cool. I, I was, I was so waiting glad. for it to unfold. Sorry. Thank you for making sure I clear that up. Right. No. I was, I was waiting for it to unfold. I no. I'm it. sorry. Let me start. You know I'm slurring my words. All right. <laughs> There's a daycare lady that I hope is dead. I asked my mom if she's still alive, and my mom cannot deny or confirm. Gotcha. Because she feels, I think she still feels guilty about the situation. But this lady, I was about, uh, I want to say, eight or nine, and she would just physically hit me. Oh, no. For no reason. In front of people? In front of the other kids. Like, I think it was like one of the two older kids or whatever. And the she had workers that worked with her or whatever, and they would see it. You're they old enough to kick back at eight or nine. Not at a, an authority figure. And also, I was um, I had ADHD, didn't know it, wasn't diagnosed and stuff like that. So I had a history of like just running around or talking when I shouldn't be talking or you know being too loud or whatever. So, but no, I never did anything that was worse. Me her hitting you, be, right? I wouldn't even say I did anything that was worse being punished your like, mom didn't want to beat her ass well i'm getting, getting to that we're okay. getting there we're Sorry. getting to that i told my mom that the daycare lady was hitting me in the face in the and face. she she was hitting me in the face she was hitting me stuff like that um and i don't know why my parents did that my parents were really young which is part of the reason why um i think my sister waited until her 30s to have kids and why i always say like if i'm gonna have kids i'm gonna wait so i think my parents were really young and they didn't 
they got married at 20. They had oh, me wow. at 21. My dad had already a kid before he had me. So I think they just didn't have the life experience to they didn't handle have the skills. It. They didn't have the skills. Also, you know, with their... Uh, and this is how I was able to forgive them for the situation. It's like finding someone to look after your kids when you're trying to look for a job or, you know, it's just, it's complicated yeah. or whatever. So the daycare lady comes over to our house and it's me and my sister. Dad's there. Mom's there. My mom just asks the daycare worker with me standing there and my sister standing there. My son says that you did, you've been hitting him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Of course, the woman denies it. Like, I don't, oh no. She play. oh my God, a brilliant actress. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, w- I don't know why he would say that. I love Quentin. Da, 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 da. My mom turns to my sister. My sister is clearly terrified. And because she knew that we were going to have to go to this woman the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she asked my sister, well, Shayna, have you seen... I'm just out of my sister. Anyway, Shayna, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> have you <laughs> seen her hit? Is this true or not? My sister was like, no. Like, she just shook her head no, and she just wanted to get out of the room. So as a result, I got punished. <sighs> they took away my Nintendo. My dad said something to me. My mom was just like, you know, disappointed or whatever. And I still to this day can't even figure out why they would think that I would lie about something like that. Yeah. But the next morning she came, the daycare lady came to pick us up from the house. She cursed me out from the house. You can go ahead and laugh. <laughs> she, she cursed me out from the house. Was she all, through, black? Yeah, she was black. Black mm-hmm. old lady. All the way to the daycare center. And when I got there, she took my head and pushed it into a wall and I had to stay there until... Uh, <gasps> The bus came to pick me up. And as a result, many years later, um, when I was getting treated for sleeping and stuff like that, I went to an ENT. Doctor kept asking me, had I ever broken my nose? Had I ever broken my nose? I was like, no, I've never broken my nose. Like, whatever. He pulled out, uh, he did an x-ray, looked at it. He was like, your nose shouldn't be doing this. And this is why this is happening. So I'd had reconstructive surgery on my nose. And see, the root of all of that is your parents' lack of of skill like they didn't they didn't understand how to confront the teacher they should have never done that she wasn't a teacher she was the whoever she was they should not have done that in front of you and your sister and they they should not have positioned the adult versus the child in that same room Mm -hmm. your sister was like no i just want to leave she wasn't saying no i didn't see it right so again a lack of know-how and a lack of skill and just just you don't want to do a drive-by around this lady house and see if she's still alive let me tell you four or five years ago i was looking up the the name of the daycare was like miss kitty's playland or some shit like that (laughs) and i tell you i was hitting that google trying to find her and i was like "Mm, i need to go back into therapy (laughs) and then i had to talk about it and then it was like your parents were super young quentin they didn't know any better like they you know you this is the situation you have to accept what happened and move on with it so now i'm at a place where like okay it's cool i got a new nose out of her old ass but you you know the, the longer i live the less i i believe in the power of karma because oh yeah are white people in america ever going to pay for what they do karma are, comes are to they, you in all forms are they ever it comes like, no it comes in all forms no i mean I, I i do get that but 
Is karma ever going to shift the disparity in wealth and power and stuff? It's been sen- we centuries in now. But listen, so, I, I'm just saying that's just my idea. So about many karma hurricanes like come from Africa into the United States, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody can explain why. But her, but her, her hold her, up. And hurricanes, the first ones, they tear down is that trailer park. <laughs> Shut up, Becky Lou, Becky Lou. Shut up. Hurricanes have existed since. The, the forming of the earth from Africa coming Not up to Becky the United Lou. States. No, hurric- hurricanes existed well before Pangea ever broke up because there was still the gravitational pull from okay, the moon why did on you the have to earth. Ruin my happiness. I was really thinking that the fury of my ancestors was no, coming no. to fuck coming shit to up. Okay. The, f- the fury of our ancestors is in our veins. That's why we haven't been completely wiped out or destroyed. That's where the fear... Oh, baby. <laughs> wiped out or destroyed. Someone drops their microphone. No, no, well, but It's I'm not so- like you need it anyway. No, you ain't but- said but three words to... Re- no, but I'm saying that, 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 that Daniel, hold it to your mouth a, now. I know you know how to. Come on. That's a perfect example of that's a perfect example of how people deal with their adulthood based upon what happened in their childhood. Yep. I do not believe in hitting kids. I do not. Mm-hmm. When I was, Ooh, it's some badass kids though. Right, <laughs> right. And 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 many of them belong to parents who don't know how to deal with children. Right. Many, 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 I was beaten. I think I turned out great. It's likewise. That's, that's the number one thing that people say until they go, an and, until they go, until they go see a therapist <laughs> and the therapist starts breaking down things where they start backing you through like the childhood and they say, oh, that's probably related to this. That's probably related to that. That's probably so, why I'm mean as hell. Yes. So, listen, something nice. Listen, some people don't deal with relationships well because they were spanked as children. Some people don't deal well with diverse social constructs or new environments because they were spanked and hit as children. And mm-hmm. a, a lady on Facebook, she she told me in my inbox a couple of weeks ago, she said, she said, I haven't hit my kid in two years because you posted some information that there were psychological journals on child development and stuff and what people are more prone to as, an, as a young adult or an adult because they were hit as kids. Uh, okay, so let me, but let me also, say... Because you're about to go in, I want to say... The same thing with me. Like after you started talking about it, I made a vow to not, not hit, hit kids. kids. Okay, but here's my thing though. But a teenager will <laughs> fuck up. All right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> when you're say hitting kids, yes, kids shouldn't be hit for no reason. But if you are doing something that's inappropriate and you need to be corrected, which hence why I I have the fear of God in me from my mother. I never snuck out the house to go meet nobody. Nobody my age, no grown ass man, no nothing. Cause you know what? But the real so, did. He wasn't beat. I was so terrified that when my ass got home and she found out, my father was so easy, laid back, easy going. Cause he's gonna be like, tell her to handle that. Mm-hmm. I was so afraid of my mom beatings mm-hmm. that I, I didn't want to act up. I didn't do shit because right. I was so afraid of them damn beatings. But right. so and wait, hold on. I you just I just made a breakthrough right now psychologically mm-hmm. because I cannot stand it when Guillaume yells at me like when he yells at me I'm just like done I gotta get away get away whatever whoopings didn't work for me as a kid oh really what worked for me was getting yelled at that like really like froze that you up shrill and- yell of my mother <laughs> like they put the terror in me Mm-mm, my mom in that leather belt but see, but see, this is the thing from my mother. With my mother and I, I think I was about thirteen or fourteen, and I said, "And seven foot eight, <laughs> right?" <laughs> I said, "I said, mom, you do realize that I learn from words. 
I said, hitting me is not going to make me discontinue doing what I want to do. It's going to make me sneaky. It's going to make me figure out what I want to do. It's going to make me figure out how I can do what I want to do without getting caught. So for me, my mother started to explain, like, for instance, when I was a kid, we had to be in the house or on the porch by the time the streetlights came on. So I remember one time I was so upset because the lights were on and my mother was fussing at me. I told you to get in this house. And I come from a culture of do what I said because I said so. When I was a kid, I was like, I, can I have some more information? And I literally said, what happens to kids if they're outside and the streetlights come on? Literally, what happens? So my mother, this we living in the projects. It wasn't bad, bad, but it was still like dope boys and shit like that. She said, you see this one standing here? This is what he does. He sells drugs to our community. You see these people over here drinking there on the corner? They're going to be fighting in a minute. Then the police come. She said, that's why your little ass can't be outside when the streetlights come on. So I have always learned from people giving me the information, not just hitting me. When I was a kid and adults spanked me, I was enraged. And I told my brother one time, I said, the only reason they whoop us is because they pay all the bills and they got to buy the food and we can't go nowhere. I was I was like I was like seven years old. That's the only reason they whoop us. And I six or three. I literally was enraged that an adult would be standing over me whooping me. And I I say it all the time. And and it's of no respect to any individual. It's not pointed towards anybody. If you beat your kids, I want your boss to beat your ass when you late for work. Cause you knew the policy for timeliness and the requirement of your schedule. Why are you, you looking at when, me? When you, I'm just looking at you, when you accepted Ooh. that contract. Ooh. And I, if, if, if 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 you do if you any infraction in life that you knew better than to commit, I want somebody to beat your ass. But as adults, we have our own level of agency and autonomy. We pay our own bills. We can come and go as we please. Children are not property. They're little human beings that are learning and growing. And I just do not. I, and my perspective is science, is science, studying the mind. It's not just what I feel works. But so why do I don't you, believe in hidden kids. The black community doesn't, I feel like they, it, it's just, they're very, we're very behind when it comes to trusting the science of the mind. Why is that? And oppression. Um, oppression. Shut up. Oppression. <laughs> I, no, we, enlightenment. There's just we, so no, many we, things, we, like I don't. When I was watching the footage of the Aaliyah and R. Kelly um, joint interview and the hosts were asking, well, are you guys together? Like, what's going on? These are the rumors. And they were like, well, you know, we're just really cool. We're really cool. And then she was like, well, you know, Aaliyah, how old are you? The interviewer knew how old she was. She was like, well, that's a secret. He's like, ooh, ladies never tell their age. They were just like very flirty with yeah. it. Um, I was looking at it like, what the fuck? Like, you know, she's underage, age, but they're that, wearing the same outfit. That's this the, is nasty. That is the power of celebrity and money. We we all know people that are kiss asses at the job because they want a promotion. Mm. We all we all, we all know people who won't tell off like the friend in the group because they're they're rather argumentative and stuff like that. I'm like, darling, nobody's nobody pushes baby in the corner. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, nobody dances here. <laughs> I, you, you know, so that's all of it. And I tell people all the time, oppression is real. We have not amassed wealth. Because we have not been allowed through legislature, the um, the Freedmen's Banks after slavery ended during the, the period. Are you the, a historian? 
No, my degree is like my my degree is in acting, but I love history. And he does his research. He's like a wealth wealth of knowledge. So during 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 post slavery, antebellum South, the Freeman's banks were there for black people to invest, save their money. Mm -hmm. They just took all the fucking money, millions of dollars. They just took it, and black people were left with nothing. And then the white people go and say, "Well, you just need to go and pull your." Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Honey, we were the bootstraps of the nation. We built the country. Today, I, I, I know three people personally who were given hell buying a house because they were black. Mm-hmm. Higher interest rate. Yep. Higher down payment. Speak on it. They combed through their income like fine-tooth comb. It is oppression. Now, we can't lie down and just be lazy and allow life to pass us by. But when you look at things like that are... co-workers who are white. <laughs> right. Like when you look at things that are systemic. I'm so, mad. No, so... I'm so, mad. No. You know, I was at that network, that other network, which I legally can't say because I sent that goddamn NDA. Uh, I came in with three people. I was one of three new producers. Two of them were white. Um, they got their promotions ahead of me. I was delayed a promotion for t- over two years and didn't get it until they quit with their senior level titles and went on to other places. And so they didn't want to. They didn't want to go through the search finding somebody else. Let's just give it to Quentin. He's been here. He knows what to do. And the whole time I was there, because it was the only person in the fucking department that understood the audience mm-hmm. and the content we were creating for the audience, I had tripled the amount of work. Now, I'm Black at a new network. This is so funny. I'm at a new network, and I had already said at the job interview, I was like, listen, I'm going to be real with you guys. I am senior level, but I'm going to take this position because mm-hmm. one i just ran away randomly to france i'm just getting back so i really have no leverage <laughs> two privilege um well it is what it is <laughs> i didn't marry a french man he was in france the time i needed to escape yeah um two hr was going to pay me whatever amount of money i was asking for because they knew the, the request was to have someone that specialized in entertainment for people of color and uh, millennials. Mm-hmm. That's me. Nobody mm-hmm. else can do it like me. Like I really am a good producer. But I told her I was like, I went through this whole process with this other network in regards to my comp, how it's compensated in my title. I'm not doing it with you guys. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep me, you are gonna. I'm gonna do what I need to do to keep you happy. But I'm not gonna beg you. I, I just sort of upfront. I was like, I'm not gonna beg you for a promotion. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen is when I'm ready to be the next level. I don't know where that's gonna be, but I'm just gonna walk into your office and put it in my two weeks notice. Like that's how this is gonna go. Like, right? But your experiences gave you that level of power and that level of assertion. Yes. Before, when you were a bit more hungry, you were like. I gotta keep dealing with this. I gotta keep yep. it. But then you kept doing, and you saw because your worth. I, I don't want to say I snapped, but when it got to the, see, I think we black people operate um, have a tendency to operate out of fear. Yeah. And so when that fear, like my fear was to be unemployed. So when I experienced that, mm-hmm. when I when I went through the unemployment because I had to quit my job, and then I got a new job, it was like, well, you you know what it feels like. You've done to, it. You've I've been done there. it. Yeah. 
all these years I was afraid to do it and I finally done it. So now I'm Rick Ross is this motherfucker. I, I don't know if he's an abuser. I'm sorry. Like, let me, <laughs> like, I don't want to trigger anyone. I'm sorry. I just, no, 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 no but, 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 but the reason, I'm sorry. The reason why I bring this, uh, why I brought this up is because I'm at this network and I am one of two black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone else is white. Don't nobody get the jokes. You can't make no you reference make to no Martin. Jokes. You can't talk about and also, living single. Um, you can't. I'm also. Uh, I'm gonna speak on a. Nobody wanna watch no friends. I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak on a panel for uh, young people in the industry about what it's like to be the only person in the room mm-hmm. um, in February. And I was uh, explaining oh, to the person that yeah, please come. Um, about what it's like to be given something to produce that is intended for black people mm-hmm. but having to get it approved by white, white people. people who because uh, there's plenty of white people that work in urban entertainment and whatnot so i'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing but to people who have never been around black people people who have never been around black entertainment people who don't you get what i'm saying yeah. so like why am i shooting this piece of creative to you for your approval so what it turns into is well, it looks good, so we can go. Or if they try to get too into it, they're like, what has happened in the past is like, well, make all these changes. I'm like, okay, I'll make the changes. And then it gets up to the people that are running the show, and they're like, what the fuck is this? And then it goes back to my version. They send it out, and they're like, this is what we were looking for. And so now it's at the point where it's like, don't touch Quentin's shit. Just leave but it also, I'm so quick with how I produce because of the triple workload that I unfairly mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. at this other. Also, me being black, I don't want to be the fuck up because they're going to think it's me because I'm black. You know that yeah. paranoia? Right. We had a situation where I did a spot and it got approved. And then for some reason, PR was like, we can't air this. I had to essentially start over. My boss was freaking out like, oh, Quentin, you got it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just, I got it done in a day. She was like, I don't understand how you did that. It's like, it's, I told you when I started here, I was beyond senior level and I'm really good at my job. So. Right. And, 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 and you also had to, you, I'm, you basically had to assert yourself. Yes. And you had to understand, again, where you were and yep. what you were worth. Yes. And you knew if I made it before on unemployment and I didn't miss no meals, mm-hmm. I didn't lose no weight, mm-hmm. my skin didn't dry out. Mm-hmm. Um, you, yeah. you knew that you... Listen, I didn't I didn't have to file for unemployment until I moved to New York. I moved here. I was 32. Um, I was working for Broadway.com at the time in ticket sales. And I learned so much stuff about... New York entertainment. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, I can't do the desk job anymore. I, I want to have more flexibility as an artist. So I orchestrated my own termination. I just did a, a bunch of shit so they could fire me. So I could like, now I have like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and get Don't just employment. love doing it because you'd be all petty. <laughs> yes. Listen, let me say, I had a whole system. So <laughs> I, I, would, I would take the train in to 7th Avenue, 53rd Street because the building on 49th and 7th. Uh-huh. And I would take the train. I would go to the little Starbucks across the street. And I was supposed to be to work at work in 10 minutes. I'm at the Starbucks. Let me get a venti, so-and-so, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I would have that. And then I would walk across the street. I'm an actor. I would start, start breathing heavy. And then I would get, get on the elevator. Oh, 
That elevator would open. I would run and badge and swipe myself in the door, and I would run to my desk and be trying to log into my system and stuff like that. The whole girl, the train was horrible. Oh, I just. I had just been at the Starbucks for 30 having minutes. a wonderful latte because I knew. Did that you finish the latte before you got there? Down. Okay. <laughs> tap the, t- turned it up and tapped the cup. <laughs> <laughs> the last bit of that nectar out of there. And so I knew I needed a certain Ooh, number. You like that nectar, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, when, uh, when. Y'all nasty. Okay. Look so, who's talking. Um, so, and so, when, when I was. <laughs> So when I was fired that day, oh I wait. It was that same day. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, well, no. The day I got fired, shall I say? I was just like, damn. Listen, I had I had never been terminated like that before. And in my twenties, child, I was always late, so I've been fired before. But it, I had never C-P-T. been. I had never been fired like that before. We were laughing. They said, if you would like, you can write a letter saying that you have moved on and taken another opportunity with another company. They said, we will leave you as eligible for rehire. We really love you, but we need someone that can be in this position that, you know, because they were moving from hiring artists. They wanted like family people who need a, so I got it. I was walking up the street. I was like, hey, I'm calling people. Hey, who does headshots? I need a new set. Just calling different people. Hey, how's your representation? How's your agency? Because I was like, I'm free. No, I free. Listen, no, <laughs> no matter what comes, I knew I would make it. So you were at a place. You're where you, gonna you, make it after all. all. If your name's not Lisa, because <laughs> I've made it. Sorry. Okay, she said I'm here. Yeah, thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> I'm married. <now. laughs> but no, that and 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 again, we are in the 21st century the latter part of the second decade and black people are still feeling in the workplace that they cannot slack off because they black yeah. because because it's not it because you felt that it wouldn't be quentin didn't make his deadlines it's black employees or black folk don't yeah. make their headlines yeah. and i i don't particularly operate out of that um anymore if i go somewhere i know who i am you know, so I know I'm black. Like it's hard to miss me. Yeah, very um, tall. <laughs> so I, I don't Too oper- tall. I don't, <laughs> I don't operate out of that anymore, big, be- because I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I've been but able see, to buy bread all my life. I've been a able lot to pay my bills all my life. Kept like, someone made a comment and it really disturbed me. But this say? person said uh, they were just like, well, these girls they don't have self esteem and. They should know better, and you know, I've been around R. Kelly before, and I had enough confidence to say no to him. And I didn't. Was she a teenager? Because if she was an adult, he ain't not. That's not his target audience. No, if you watch the show, there are women who are well in their thirties who he went after. And the girl, the the girl said, the girl said, the documentary. The girl said, stupid. The girl said, if you're in a, if you're a grown woman and you're weak, he will prey on you. His wife, Andrea. Very weak. Incomplicit. It was more of like the way you looked. Like if you looked young and kind of like tiny and like short, like he wasn't going after no BBWs as they call them. Or also, or or because the woman that was on the radio, she was a whole grown woman. Like she wasn't real thin. She was a big old grown woman. She was, but but she was weak. So again, we can't we we can't approach. See, watch. We can't approach. So sad. Yeah, we can't approach analyzing the victims from our perspective. Yeah, you can't. How we would handle this because we are sympathy. We have more power than that. Because but these women. Many of them had nothing because they were impressionable. Would you, Lisa, would you sit in a hotel room all day having to call your man who's in a completely different city for permission to use the bathroom? Hell no. And if your mom showed up to rescue you, would 
and you you know you want to leave, would you like not walk out with her? Would you like close the door and have your mom leave the hotel and come back four hours later and wait for you? First of all, ain't no dick that good that's gonna make me act crazy. Exactly. So it's like it was in doc. It happened in the documentary. Sorry, it's not a documentary. I don't know. Like, no, she's saying she wouldn't do it. What was going through these minds? But they they walk you through. They walk you through the different steps of how he does it and how people like that do it. That's why I'm saying people should watch it. Take R. Kelly out of it. Insert mm-hmm. any other man. Insert any other woman. Kevin either, Spacey. In, any other, yeah. any other they, human. They, they find their target and Harvey break Weinstein. it down slowly. Take, no, take celebrity out of it. Because celebrity allows us to look through a glass darkly. Right. Put any human being that is a predator that does not have a a girding of celebrity and money. Put any any human being that's a predator, they all have the same practice. Where they show next door neighbor, they look at someone that's a little more quiet, a, a little more meek in spirit. Take all the celebrity out of it and it will allow us to really look at the fact that we need to protect our young girls, our young men, anyone, our friends. So that's that's my biggest but offer to when it, you take celebrity about out of it. people who like even so wait, wait why did she know. didn't leave with her mom she was she was terrible. broken she'd been she years broken. and years and of this being particular like this. young lady he i don't you're talking about dominique made her shave her head she had tattoos all over she was she was dressed like a, a she stud was dressed, she was dressed like a boy. Is that the one? I know someone recently did a radio interview and they were asking, was he into little boys? And his her response was, I can't confirm that, but he does like penetration. Yeah, that's, that, that, yeah, that's the that girl that sense. was... Right, but but see, my, my whole thing with it is take R. Kelly out of it. Mm-hmm. We, well, we, we can't we, do a yeah, podcast no. about R. Kelly. Take R. Kelly out. No, no, I'm not saying take R. Kelly out. I'm just yeah. saying... In general. I, I think he's saying that. for people to like understand, to understand it, it and not just blame Because now girls. I remember what I wanted to well, say no to you. Blaming the now girls. I know. Now I know what, what I wanted to say at the beginning of the podcast because I was posting about the R. Kelly thing, whatever, and how, you know, two or three people that were like, why are you watching that? You shouldn't be watching that. That is so toxic. People are only into it. Breast anyway. Sorry. People are only into it because they're you know they're into celebrity reference. Sorry, guys. They they Mm -hmm. were into uh, celebrity gossip and blah 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 and all this other shit. And I'm just like, I'm watching it because I want to be educated on how a predator is able to get its prey, and they break it down. I, I'm gonna have to watch it from that standpoint. It's six fucking parts. It's not like you'll, once you watch it, you'll you'll get it. You don't have to like go. And into they're it like explaining that. it in depth in the way they're doing the interviews and like it's so. Do it's you an think, educational so thing. So do you think that? Why do you feel like he was able to prey on these young girls? Do you think it was a lack of something in the household? Absolutely. Or, yeah. Okay. But I do think he has a. They said at the beginning of the documentary that he got picked on. We know that he was abused. That doesn't cause you to be Hold a on. Monster. Wait, That's hold disgusting. on. Hold on. Hold on. And also, he's illiterate. So and he literally has no power you- as a kid. He doesn't know what it's yeah. like to be powered. What age did he drop out of school? Eight. I think 
No, like, he he didn't finish high school. He made it yeah. to high school because one, how big, without big, being able to read and write? That's darling, my question. Darling, lots listen, of lots of listen, kids. Lots it, it happens every year up until now. I listen. I I was in school. I'm 39. So the elementary school years for me were the 80s. That's when I started noticing kids coming to homeroom at that first period at a certain part of the day. Some kids that were misdiagnosed with ADHD, they just needed a structured learning environment. They needed more challenges. They needed more than just a, a worksheet, one piece of paper. They needed to be challenged at every hour. So they would go to the office and they would be given Ritalin and they would sit in a chair like a zombie for hours because mm-hmm. it, it basically slows you down. We called them the slow kids. Like that's, we unwisely, that's what we called them growing up because they literally would be bouncing all over. And then they would go to the office, go to the school nurse, and then they'd come back in like 30 minutes. They just sit there. That has psychological effects as you age. Mm-hmm. For him, I think there would have been a mental imbalance either way whether or not because it's there whether or not he was molested that pushed him into being a sexual predator he didn't have power and then when i feel like when he got assaulted himself because people who abuse have been abused so i think he when he came up as a singer because he had this beautiful gift it that's what gave him his power all the attention and, and then you also look at like his High school music teacher, um, I don't know if she's the music teacher or the choral director or whatever. She said, I knew something was going on with him, but not from what I saw or from what I heard. She said when he started to sing and whenever he started, she said his lyrical content told her everything she needed to know about his experience as a little boy, as high school, all that kind of stuff. So I think something would have, something is wrong there. But what happens in pop culture, in America, in entertainment, in Hollywood consequences go out of the window when millions of dollars are centered on whether or not you can keep making money mm-hmm. for people so y'all we're, we're, we're all in the business some way shape or form people literally they just did not care he was making them money they were traveling he was so he was like, working with britney spears lady and then so so take for instance the parents the, the kids oh the, sorry <laughs> Take for instance the kids <laughs> that that did not have a structure, but then when you look at Destiny's Child, Matthew, Matthew said Matthew no. said, Matthew said, no. it, Matthew said <laughs> they were both on the same label. So he said back then Sony would make label mates do stuff. Mm-hmm. He said when they were in the studio, when they went to the bathroom, Tina went with them. Yep. The one song that they have together, it was on a movie soundtrack. Dr. They Doolittle. were they were not even in the same studio. R. Kelly was not even there. So they knew to protect their girls. They knew not to just leave them there. You know, so it, right. it, it's different. So that's why I tell people to watch it because a lot of people don't have the tools or the know-how mm-hmm. to go and do research. They don't yep. know how to Google medical journals on abusers, on yep. victims. But what about the women who, and I've heard this from people that's in the industry, when you go to R. Kelly concerts, it is grown women backstage with their daughters. Idiots. Waiting. Because Idiots. Pushing. Like, Idiots. Take them. Idiots. Yeah. So it's just like, why would you even want to encourage this? Because they don't know any better. Listen, don't approach it from your perspective as a person of 
reason. Wh- whatever your privilege is in life mm-hmm. that has allowed you to be able to make these sound decisions. Like I said before, strip all of the girding and support that you've had from family, friends, whatever relationships, and go back and think, damn, how would I have made it yeah. through freshman year? How would I have made it through senior year? How would I have made it trying to find a job and find my way as a black woman or a woman of color in this? Like, take all of your support away and then reevaluate how you would have dealt with the things that you considered a struggle. Like if you like, don't have anything and someone rubs something shiny in your face like, oh, a record deal, listen, like, I'm going to take it. Listen, when, when, I, when I was 16, 17, and men were Jumping like... Jumping out the window? Listen, and they was like, <laughs> they was like, we going out to eat, and here go a little money, and let oh, me... Oh, you were getting cash? Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to... You wasn't climbing out for free. Listen, I, I grew up under women... You got that, to pay to play. Listen, my, I grew up under women. They were like, "Now you ain't got. We ain't saying you got to be no prostitute." Now. But they would tell the younger women <laughs> in my family, "Don't, don't do all this laying up, and all you get up with is a wet ass." <laughs> like, His body like, is a not, not a not for profit. Listen, so. <laughs> 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 I just had a theme about that earlier today. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it's it. But again, I was 16, 17, 18. Listen, and I carry that ideology and that pattern into my late 20s my former partner's 13 years older than me we were together for five years i was i was 26 when i met him 32 31 when we broke up um but i still had that mentality oh i can't deal with nobody my age they're not mature enough yet. but i was still holding on to the early parts of my life and the decisions that i thought i needed to make so that's why it was triggering to me Remembering, I would they would come pick me up. We used to call it car on creep, <coughs> which meant when you pull up, don't have your dome light on, don't have none of your interior lights on because nobody needs to see you, you and nobody needs to see me getting in this car. Now, was it because of the age or because of the? It was it, it it was all of it. Oh, it was an amalgamation of everything. It was I was underage, they were adults. Me being gay, I grew up Pentecostal. You can do nothing. Me being gay, and also me sneaking out of the house but d- and stuff like that. Not that it matters, but did you look underage? Mm, if if you looked at me like, I mean, you look enough. young now. No, no. So, so, so I like, can imagine. But you I was, know, but I was really I, young. I've but always tall as fuck though. Right, and I also grew up around old people, so I knew how to ha- have certain In conversations. Because right, because the reason why I asked that is because. I could, it's very easy for me to believe that men would be into you, not because, oh, he's 17, da, 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 but like you would carry yourself as if you were their age. So it wouldn't, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's exactly what it was. And yeah. I, again, because I grew up around older people, I could hang out with them and their friends and still have conversations with them, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't exactly at their level because I was. 16, 17, 18, but I was, it wasn't like I was like and giggling teenage. Ooh, I'm hanging out And your out knees are bleeding from climbing out that goddamn window. You <laughs> tall as fuck. How'd you get the right. window? Were you on no, the first floor? No, darling. The back, in our apartment building, the back porch was covered. Oh. My window, my window was right there. So you were like Spider-Man jumping down? Listen, you <laughs> crawl, crawl out of the window onto the covering, slide down, put your, I would put my foot in the window seal, and then just jump down. Mm. And that's how I got mm. back. I would... Uh, like foot in the window sill, leap up, 
and get back in the room. I would have wow. fell. I would have right. fell. Right. So, so, like my clumsy I would have canceled the right. game. Right. And, and, <laughs> right. And, and, and so as, as I was explaining to people on social Sorry, media. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> and as I was explaining it on social media, I was telling people that taught me to be okay with men that wanted to see me at midnight. But you couldn't see me at high noon in a restaurant or out in public. So it, so it so took that into your adult life. Right. I had to go through mm. therapy to walk back to I understand this is yep. this is why you did that. This is what that mm-hmm. means. Yada, yada. All of that. So at the end of it, I wish people, I know it's kind of hard because people are driven to love celebrity. Just take Robert out of it. And some and some of the people that are that are victims, no matter how old they are, put that person that mistreated you. Mm-hmm. Put put them in the place of Miss R. Dolly. Kelly. Yeah, put them in the place of R. Kelly, and then see how because she knew you need to do a drive by just to see if she's still living. Pop pop. <laughs> I kick her not ass in the not encouraging neck. violence. Yes, but no gun control. Or, um, or I would or, shoot her. I would beat her. <laughs> no, or just use your words Smack and use your power shower. and tell and tell your story and tell parents how to deal with those situations. Tell parents don't confront an adult. In front of your child, that's made the accusation mm. because that 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 leverages. Ooh, it can be either all the way good or but all the I way bad. Does she have kids? Did she? Have she was kids? an old lady. I really don't think she's alive anymore. She Go was spit really on her old. grave. I'll take that back. I'm just joking. They probably <laughs> cremated her ass anyway. <laughs> um, Did she have kids? No. Oh. She was just like a. But I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful now. That I think about it that it wasn't that it was just her physically hitting me and it wasn't something more because had it been a sexual thing and my parents still did that you'd be even more i'd fucked be up. even more fucked up mm-hmm. even and, more and, fucked and, up and, and and then from from the explanation that they gave when they were talking about being molested by the sister i also believe there was a man involved in that molestation with them because of their actions and how dogmatic and cruel they were toward women but he said you get open up to things too early. So when I was seven, my babysitter's next door neighbor's son, we were all outside running and playing. He was in the house. He had to be like 14 or 15. How old were you? I was a kid, seven. like six, seven. Oh my god! And so I was playing outside and he literally said, what y'all doing? He was standing in his screen door. What y'all doing? And um, everybody was like, no, we just playing. And so they were running on. He said, Darrell. They could always people always pointing me out because I was effeminate. They knew I was a little gay boy. He's like, "Darrell, you were seven foot tall." I was about to say, "And you was probably <laughs> tall." I, I was. I've always been the tallest. I was always in the back of line I for picture relate. day. Shortest to tallest. Um, <laughs> now wait, goddamn man, I'm the star. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he, so he was like, "You want to see my dick?" And I oh, was like, whoa. "And and by by then, I would I I had found my brother and I had found my grandmother's boyfriends, like." porno magazines so we were looking at naked people and giggling as going through therapy as i walk they walked me back through those experiences i thought i was just gonna go look at it and like laugh and giggle at the same way my brother and i did looking at dirty magazines but it was a whole naked person in front of me so i like froze i didn't i didn't know what that meant and luckily his brother was coming home before it went any further and the problem that I had was a couple of days later, I saw him. I was like, hey, what's up? Because for me, it was just something weird. A seven-year-old didn't have the ability to process that. He was like, get away from me. So that kicked in my problem with rejection. Oof. 
and that being centered around my physicality. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, things, you carry things. Just like there was a period where I didn't want to sing. Because you not sing? Yeah, because that's Stop a- lying. <laughs> no, I didn't because- You in- come in here, harmonize. I'm like, you know, we're just talking on a microphone, right? <laughs> no, because because at, at a certain point through my teen years, that's the only time I wasn't called a faggot. Or that's the only time I wasn't talked about. So people only mm. cared about me because I could sing. Mm. But they didn't care that I liked National Geographic. They didn't care that, that I, I, I would look at the sky and wonder how the earth state- afloat in the solar system they didn't care about any God. of that that was okay about any of that that was important to me so for a while i was like "Ooh, what i'm doing i was like i'm tired of singing pollution <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's 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 all of those things wrapped up and i just people have to look at things through the eye of history and like the eye of psychology when you look at but black the, people the don't want to go there they don't value because, it because of oppression listen I, I think i've mentioned this quite a bit there's a woman her name is um joy degree she um she has a doctor and like two masters and stuff she said i wanted to figure out why my community operated as it did so she went and got degrees in sociology i think Angela, or something but she published a book called post-traumatic slavery disorder I have and, that. Yeah, and 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 and, and there, <laughs> we all do. But I have it. No, her book. Her book is centered around At first the I was fact. Like, oh, let me borrow the book. But he's talking about no. The her her book. Her book. <laughs> I'm actually going to order it tonight. Her book is centered around how everyone was affected by slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, I wanted to know why things happen. Why I don't. I don't. I don't particularly believe in like. Oh, that's a generational curse and yada yada yada. I think people are a product of oppression over time. And she said, "You have a child. You have been. You have had no trauma, no treatment um, for what you suffered through. So you 19, you have a child. You're going to rear that child under all of that stuff. Yep. And now, even with science, with genetic predisposition." DNA carries memory of struggle, of strife, mm-hmm. of happiness, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you keep passing things on. Mm-hmm. If like people that are abused that have had help and they've had therapy, therapy hasn't always been available mm-hmm. to African Americans or poor people. Health insurance hasn't always been available to people without money or without employment and stuff like that. So people keep operating through years and years of corrosion and oppression but just and that's think, how things happen but just think about like even with your relationship with your boss like when i got to my new job i knew that i needed to be my own advocate mm-hmm. and let them know that it's not going to be a yes a master situation it's like i'm yeah. telling you what what's gonna happen like for real and that's why i decided to be a consultant because i'm my own fucking boss i can't listen to nobody else you might need to fire yourself right so 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 imagine imagine what life is like for someone who doesn't have any education doesn't have at least a bachelor's no education and they are in new york they're only making 15 dollars an hour now because the state required it there's no opportunity for advancement. The ceiling for them is an hourly job and buying a Powerball ticket. That's the only thing they have in life that will help them get. But she like, didn't want to do better. Like no, darling, you're speaking from your perspective yes, as an educated that's what black woman. Lisa, take to the get blinders off. Lisa, stop being so fucking yes. stupid. Lisa <laughs> is the problem. Why our people can't do that? <laughs> no, no, all right, we got to bring this to a close. Know, yeah, I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say. No, no, no. Uh, no. no. Well, we got extra time. Say what no, you were gonna say. No, no, no. Lisa, say what you're gonna I say. Just now, don't all, paraphrase all it. Say what you were going to say, please. No, I, I actually, I lost my train of thought. Well, get back on the train. It didn't derail. 
I missed it. It closed. The door is on me. It's like the G train on a Sunday night. <laughs> it's, not, it's not coming. Um, but yeah, I just think, yeah, some people life experiences are very different. Um, I grew up in a biracial household, so mm-hmm. my experiences are a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just always been taught that do better. Mm-hmm. It's like people always ask me all the time, like, why are you always seeking for the next thing? It's like, cause I'm an overachiever. Like, but you had the structure you were and the that. privilege to be able to do that. Not everyone got that. Cause also, for also- me, I was in survival mode and I knew that if I didn't get the fuck out of my house away from my fucking family, I was going to be trapped or dead. Yeah. So I, when, when I, I made sure I got good grades so I can get into a magnet school. Mm-hmm. Like, and I did this without my mom even knowing exactly, about it. Exactly, because you so, knew that you wanted better. But, but I didn't have, you had the parents to tell you to put that structure. I didn't. But, and, okay, so you didn't. So what is the difference with the, the next person that's out here right now who don't? And it's like, well, why isn't it clicking in their mind that, to try to better themselves. Right. That, that's why psychology is important. That's why therapy is important so that we understand. That's why I think it's important for people to watch these six episodes because they break down why why this person was a And they a do a prime, good job of it. Prime, prime um, prey. And I, I tell people all the time, you cannot have a conversation about algebra and trigonometry with a person who has not yet well understood arithmetic. If you, don't order, if you don't understand the order of operations, if you can't look at a problem that says four times five divide, divided by three minus one, and you don't know which part to do first, you're not going to get tangent, cotangent, cosec. You're not going to get uh, quadratic equations and stuff like that. I, you're weird. Shut up. My, my, um, <laughs> I, you should try to be a professor. He is a doctor. I've, I've, been, I've been contemplating. Listen, last year I was looking at three programs. Um, NYU, Northwestern, and Maryland College Park for their MA, PhD in performance studies. I, I love learning. I love information. I just don't know right now with the way I'm built and set up in this nation if I can spend five years in a white space. Go to Jeopardy. Because it's... Shut <laughs> 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 up! And on that note... <laughs> any final thoughts? Be blessed. Be best. Blessed. Be best. Be best. Okay. Right. Uh, my final thoughts, Lisa. Please go home and watch the six-part series. I am and eat something. Not I'm just not... your man. What I mean, would I? Don't eat? knock that out. Don't uh, zero that out. I mean, uh, ew. Get what oh you my need. God. No. He, she needs. It was evident that she is eating her man. Technically, yeah, she, like she, she eats she, sustenance. Yes. And her man, not just her man. Do it together. Um. All my, right. you know, I, oh, never mind. It's too much. <laughs> no, TMI. Right. I, I, I think my final thought is for us to be extremely compassionate. Um, Good luck. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't speak or try to assess things through our individual experience. Like, how many times you have to explain that to Lisa? No, no. But why did they just like? No, I don't understand. No, no, like, but, what the? <laughs> no, but I mean, those those are valid. Those are valid responses. That couldn't be me. Those are valid. I never said that couldn't be me. Right, she didn't say that. She, I didn't say her, that. I no, I feel I agree. He is a monster. Like, it's I have power <laughs> over. Lisa. See, so now that, you know what it feels like and to that, not have power. And that's what. 
Nobody can You're hear still you, sitting Lisa. down. You're still sitting down. <laughs> no, but he, he's doing this as an example of all of those women that did not have. So now you know what it that, kind of that, feels like. That didn't have a voice at all. And then and then also, if you don't go through something, I've had to t- I've had to tell this. I've had to tell this so many people. If you've never been through something, your response to it, your understanding of it, is cerebral. Yeah. If you've been through it, it's both. It's emotional. You or know, if, you know what it felt like. Like I had to tell a mm-hmm. white man. I said, you have no idea what any of us feels like. Um, what, what we feel like when a police officer pulls up behind Ooh, us, scary. tags good, car inspected, insurance paid up, you educated, you got a great job, uh-huh. but you still in your mind getting right with think God. Sandra Bland, think this person, that mm-hmm. person. You don't know what it's like. Like it, they, they'll never know. You know. So and 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 just lastly, also, yeah, no, no, a, no. A, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't understand the importance of education. Um, if you've been through like. Like I only have a bachelor's, um, but I went to a liberal arts college. So in the curriculum requirement, there was sociology, there was psychology, there was world studies, all those things. So at least a 100 level course in these classes will give you information. And then you do your own work and your own research. Mm-hmm. You kind of understand how groups of people work together. You understand what a, you understand what a social structure right. is. You understand what a microcosm and a pecking order is. And then you can kind of put things together because you have this information Mm -hmm. and when people don't have that information and when you add oppression and you add poverty you add all of those things you people are victims i'm reading a book i'm starting a book now because i've been reading barracoon by zora neale hurston's amazing book um but i'm going to start a book called white trash and it talks about the. I just want that book to put it. I in. heard it was a pretty good book. I, I haven't started, but from what I've read on it, it's amazing. It talks about how the controlling percentile has been using poor white people for centuries, mm-hmm. like the way Australia was started, like uh, racism, well, the classification of race and everything for chattel slavery, and then how people acted during the period of segregation. My they explained used, that at the museum. Yeah, my my and yeah. and my grandma used to always say. Um, Am I still muted? No, you back up. Okay. That was, that was just an experiment. That's stupid. You can't. You're hearing loss because you're not eating. You need vitamins. <laughs> you're going to stop insulting me. Yes. Is it an insult if it's true? Yes. I don't agree. Continue. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. I just want to say, open that. I love you, Lisa. And you are strong, black. You, wait. Thank I you. I keep saying strong black woman because you look like the women in my family, and we are, we identify as black. What is you? I identify as black, she but yes, I am. fucking black. I am biracial. What? What? What are your parents? My my dad is white and Native American, and my mom is black. Ah, uh, so American. that's that's my grandmother's father. He was um, Irish and Native American. That's why she got you know her hair like yours. But people go up. But to mine her is kind of nervous. Speak, speak um, Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I get it a lot because uh, I mean. Somewhere in my family line, I do have Polynesian in me, according to uh, DNA, gotcha. Ancestry.com, whatever. I don't yeah. know where that's coming from. I'm 3% Asian. I'm mm. I'm like 25%. Yes, like a chunk. I've wow. had a lot of Asians. <laughs> I know. Clearly. We're talking um, bloodline, honey. Okay. Right. Um, We're not talking about headboards and bed sheets. <laughs> my final thoughts. Um, I, I remember another thing I want to say earlier. So this Go will be my, my, my final thought. Um. We talked a lot about psychology. We talked a lot about experience. We talked about uh, how these victims uh, came to be. Um, I feel like a lot of people, I mean, we can joke in these changes and stuff like that, but what I've been really disappointed with is how a lot of people on social media are unable to take the subject seriously. It's almost Mm -hmm. like they're glossing over it. 
and they want to kind of make it seem like they're better than mm-hmm. that, you know, um, there's no empathy. Like, yeah. I don't understand how you can talk about how Colin Kaepernick is being mistreated or really scream Black Lives Matter whenever someone has been killed as a result of police brutality. But here we have young black women who went through something very traumatic and your response is, well, I don't know if I believe them or I'm not watching this or I'm watching this. They should, you know, I just don't understand like, why can't you be an advocate for them? Like, I don't get it. Like they got on Lady Gaga ass. Yeah, I don't understand that either. They, they got on her. Yeah. And it was just like, wow. Like, so, you know, um, it, and it's weird because Lady Gaga was real quick to put Christina Aguilera on that song. Because remember, she did a song with R. Kelly and then oh, yeah. they were like, that's not a good look. And so she switched the the duet to include Christina Aguilera. So Listen, it's, it's the business. Yeah. And nine, over 90% of it is ego greed money all yep. the, I tell people all the time that are enamored by celebrities darling if you met many of them you would be let down let me you tell would, you something you would be disappointed let, let me tell you something um, I, I, work, <laughs> I work in TV I keep saying this I work in TV and sometimes there's opportunities to do shoots where you can direct a shoot and you're working mm-hmm. with talent or whatever I did a few at my previous network and I hated it yeah. I hated mm-hmm. having to deal with the egos and their fragile personalities right. and you gotta make them. Feel you gotta like kiss you. their like, ass. And I, I don't do that. I don't like doing that. Also, I'm not. Mm. I feel like once you meet one celebrity, you've, you've met, met them all. all. You've met them all. And honestly, after I worked with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, like it's like okay, whatever. They uh, they literally they all look the same to me. So at my job, because uh, I was talking about. Uh, you know, moving up and stuff like that with the coworker, and they were like, "Yeah, Quinn, you gotta like really put yourself in to get um, promotions. Like, you gotta make sure you do X, Y, and Z so that they'll shoot you. Uh, they'll let you do shoots or whatever." And I was like, "Why is doing a shoot being used as like an incentive for me to do better at the job? Like, what? Don't use that as a way to reward me. Like, yeah. don't say you're yeah. doing a great job so you get to participate in the shoot because that's part of the job. Reward me with money." Exactly. That's why I'm fucking here. I don't care about being on a set with another famous person. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, I want to look at my bank account and see zeros with another number in front of them. You get what I'm saying? Do you yeah. want to look yeah. at and that bank yeah. account in the backseat of the Phantom or the Nissan? <laughs> I, depends on what the Uber says. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't know how to drive when we live in New York. <laughs> right. Right. But again, like Jennifer Lewis said, if you don't know who you are on the back of the limo, none of that matters. Right. <laughs> And on that note, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Special shout out to Shannon. Go off, go off. Joining our yes. team. Hopefully, she liked the podcast. She probably has a million notes about what we need to change, but that's okay. <laughs> um, if you like this podcast, please share it and subscribe it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the Amazon Alexa. I gotta whisper that because there's an Amazon Alexa in my fucking studio, and we never turn it off. Yes. If you have. Any questions, concerns, check out our website, nobodynecessary.com. It's been amazing to connect with you guys. Uh, we are going to take like a brief hiatus to get this show improved. Um, but I adore my new fans, my old fans. Um, to those of you who 
have listened to this episode, but you haven't listened to other episodes, now's a good time to, you know, check them out. Check them out. Catch up, sis. 